digging, my friend, if you haven't found the gold or the oil yet, and you're about to reach there. For some people, it might be five years. For some people, it's 10 years. For somebody, it might be 20 years. But you'll, you'll be glad that you were digging and you were digging and you're digging and you found the answer. So be a detective, you know, inside your brain and keep researching, keep going deeper, keep asking, you know, keep exploring that what is that, you know, which excites me, you know, and brings joy and makes me forget about time in a productive way, you know, go deeper, you know, and search yourself to find that genius which is sitting inside you or sleeping inside you. It's just a matter of time when you find it and wake it up. That's it. You are you are that Messi, you are that Virat Kohli, you are that Tony Robinson or you are that Richard Branson for the world. This is episode number seven of Hustle with Hermit, and you'll be listening to my conversation with Amandeep Thind, the international speaker, trainer, and author. Welcome everyone to Hustle with Hermit. My name is Hermit Singh, and I'm your host for this show. Every week, I interview interesting personalities from across the globe. The insights and hacks shared by our guests will help you achieve a winner's mindset as well as inspire you to live a life full of passion and purpose. My special guest on the show today is Amandeep Thind. Amandeep Thind is a world-renowned international speaker and a life coach. From the last 14 years, he is sharing his stories and journey to inspire people to live a life full of passion. Amandi believes that humans are born with brilliance. He has created a very unique system with his proven ability to train the people to discover themselves and live their lives to the fullest. He has worked with the world's best personal development trainers like Tony Robbins, T. Harvecker, Robert Kiyosaki, and Les Brown. From the past 10 years, he has been the lead trainer of the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within Previews workshop across UK, Europe, Australia, and Middle East. He is the founder of Brilliance Academy. His book, The Secret of Winning, was released this year. In today's episode, Amandeep has shared his insights on his journey from one-room house in Calcutta to the stages of London, the transition from trying to fit in to how he finally found his true calling in life, how he went from being on the verge of committing suicide to transforming the lives of thousands across the world, life learnings from his first corporate job, the four stages of learning, how to find our gifts in life and share it with the world, what is law of attraction and how it works, the journey behind his first book and how we can also write our first book, what is firewalking, lessons learned from spending tens of thousands of pounds to learn from the best mentors in the world. Before we begin, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and you may also connect with us on our Instagram page at the rate hustle with Hermit for all the latest updates on our upcoming episodes. So let's jump into our episode number seven. Hi everyone, I'm super ecstatic to introduce to you all the one and only Amandeep Thind. Welcome to the show, Amandeep. It's fantastic to have you here with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, you know, it's always a pleasure to see you. And it's always, you know, a great feeling to see you do so well in your life. Thank you so much, Amandeep. April 24th, 2016. That was the day when I met Amandeep for the first time. He was conducting his seminar, Discover Your Brilliance, at the India International Center in Delhi. 
I vividly remember how he stood up on the stage that day with the stage all covered up with the books, the banners and the flowers. For me, it was like watching a superstar live in action. But Amandeep, before we talk about how you reached those stages, I want you to take us back from where it all started. So what's your background, Amandeep? Where were you born and who all are there in your family? It's a beautiful question. Um, I think you have heard my story, but for your listeners uh, who are listening to me for the first time and uh, you, you haven't heard about much about me, you know, uh, people call me sometimes the Indian version of Tony Robbins and other times, you know, they call me uh, the man with deep wisdom. I have been through a great journey, you know, to be able to be called with those names. I think and I'm humbled and honored. But this story begins, you know, in uh, Calcutta. I grew up in a one-room house, you know, in Calcutta with parents uh, who are from different backgrounds. I think you already know my story. But for the listeners, you know, I'm a mixed child. My mom is Bengali, uh, dark in complexion. My father is Punjabi, you know, fair in complexion. And uh, with my sibling, my sister, we all four, you know, we grew up in a one-room house uh, where my parents, they can't read and write. They're illiterate. My father used to drive a taxi. And that's how he would fetch a living for his family. And my mom, you know, was and still is a full-time housewife. So... Being born in a mixed family, and I'm talking about, you know, uh, late 70s um, and early 80s, I went through discrimination. I think, you know, my birth was a symbol of discrimination. Now, when you are at the receiving end, you feel the pain. When you're not at the receiving end, you know, probably you enjoy it. Uh, why do I say that? Uh, I had a realization a few months back. I was listening to my mentor and I realized, you know, that when I was born, uh, my father is the youngest, you know, out of his six brothers and uh, one sister. So he probably was more favorite, you know, to my daddy, to my grandmom. And when, when a son was born in the family, because as my mom, as my daddy, you know, was so close to my father, uh, she did not believe, you know, as a son is born in the family. Because we were in Calcutta, she was in Punjab. Uh, so what my parents did, you know, they took a, they, they took a naked picture of me. Uh, I was roughly five months old uh, to give them the proof that there is this, it's a boy. I hope you understand, you know, what I mean by a naked picture. Absolutely, yeah. So that was a symbol of discrimination. The symbol of discrimination in terms of men being preferred over the woman or male getting more priority, you know, compared to the female, uh, which is still in our culture, but kind of changing, which is a good thing. But that's the symbol of discrimination, you know. But I was not on the receiving end. I was on the receiving end when I grew up. Probably I was, I don't have recollection of my early stage of life. But when I was maybe seven or eight or nine years old, I had, you know, this feeling of there is something wrong with me. It was not my understanding, but it was understanding given to me from the people around me. You know, we had two different groups of kids who would play. One was, let's the Bengali group. When I went to join them, they would uh, discard me, say, you know what, go and join your brothers on the other side. When I went to the Punjabi group, uh, they may allow me because my name says I'm, I'm Amandeep Singh Thin, which I don't use right now. There's a whole story about changing my name. Uh, but they will keep, keep discriminating and passing comments like you're darker, you know, maybe you're soft, uh, maybe you're not strong like us, or maybe you're not a Punjabi or a Bengali, stuff like that, you know. So right. I had this probably, you know, understanding that I'm not pure enough as a human being. And that's where all my challenges started. You know, I started hating myself. I started thinking, you know what? I'm not worthy of love. Um, maybe you know, I'm a I'm an impure version of human being. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where the journey started. You know, the struggle started in my early childhood. Right, and so you were in the city of joy, Kolkata, and then you shifted to Punjab, I believe. Right? 
Yes. Um, when I was 16 years old, you know, my father had a major accident with his uh, taxi. He used to drive. He used to drive an ambassador taxi. I still remember, you know, the colors. It is like yellow and black. That's the combination taxis used to have. Uh, because the insurance system was not so strong and because, you know, um, he was not an educated man. He did not or couldn't find, you know, a way around that major accident. He had quite a few minor, uh, but he was able to cope up uh, with the help of relatives or, you know, neighbors and borrowing money, you know, from other people. But with that major accident, I think, it, you know, he, he couldn't afford to rent that one room house, you know, he was renting. So he had to move, uproot us, you know, from Calcutta and bring us back to a remote village, you know, in Sangru district. Now, a lot of people don't know Sangrur, so we keep a reference point of Ludhiana because Ludhiana is relatively more popular compared to Sangrur. Uh, and my village is in between, you know, uh, the city of Sangrur or a town of Sangrur to the city of Ludhiana. So Ludhiana is like 40 miles from my 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 home, my village home or my hometown. So sh- I'm talking about 1994, you know, getting relocated in 1994 from a city life to a village life uh, had a huge contrast. We didn't have mobile phones. We didn't have color TVs in the villages. Uh, we didn't even have landline, you know, in our village. I remember there was one landline, I think, uh, that time in 1994 when we relocated uh, in the whole village. And uh, it was a big challenge, you know, from moving from that kind of environment to a place where only people spoke Tate Punjabi, which is, you know, the remote accent Punjabi. Uh, right. I was not familiar with because I, the, the Punjabi I learned, you know, from my father or from whatever, you know, I could learn in Calcutta was... As they say, you know, it's kind of a Hindi Punjabi, you know, not like Tate, Tate or deep rooted, they see, you know, uh, village countryside Punjabi. So I was having a lot of struggle, you know, and sorry to say, you know, uh, um, and I mean, you you look great in the way you are. But my recollection of people with uh, with with uh, beard and having a having a turban or let's say patka uh, was not a great feeling. You know, in my age group, my peer group, you know, they made me feel as if I'm a complete stranger, you know, as if I'm like a you know, that's a very rude word to use, which has been used for laborers, you know, who come from, uh, let's say, a certain part of India to find a, you know, living in Punjab. And uh, it's an insult, you know, to be called that at that age. In a way, you know, I'm one of them, but because I had dark skin, because, you know, I looked different, because maybe I did not have beards and I was not wearing a patka, I was discriminated, you know, very badly. So I, you know, my strategy at the age of 16 to combat that, I started growing my beards, you know, I started wearing a patka just to say, you know what, accept me, I'm one of you. I'm sure, you know, people do sometimes things in their right. life, just not them, but they do it for the sake of getting accepted by people around them. So I was so trying to fit in into that system. You wanted people to accept you. Yeah, I was uh, doing my best to be somebody else, which is very difficult to do. So for how long this went on, Aman? I'm sure it went into a new life. You went into a village life from a city life. So you probably might have made new friends. A new life would have started for you. So were you still struggling for a few years down the line? Or did you just accept the life it was? Uh, it's very difficult not to you know, relive those memories you know, when we talk about it. So it was very hard you know, for a 16-year boy who was doing his best efforts, you know, to fit into a society which was pretty different than what he's used to. I still remember, you know, I did a lot of things, you know, which I could in my power to fit in and to say, you know what, I am one of you. I remember, you know, milking buffalo, which is a very hard task to do. Uh, You know, you need a lot of uh, um, strength in your fingers, especially in your thumb, you know, to do that. To say, you know what, that, yeah, I am one of you, you know, I'm not I'm not an impure version of human being. I still remember, you know, doing farming, which is very hard, you know, for somebody who hasn't done it. 
there's nothing wrong you know farming is great you can do it uh, it could be uh, therapeutic you know if you do it with fun but if you're doing it with the pressure uh, of being accepted by others around you it's a very challenging situation to be in and you know when you lift up these uh, you know they call it in our language pariya you know when like you know a bunch of wheat is rolled up together you know with a with a rope and you lift it up you know to put it in a machine it's very hard and if you haven't done it you haven't got that you know texture of skin maybe which is not so let's say tough or used to you get all these you know uh, on your palm yes on your palms you know it's 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 very difficult you know to be in that space and doing your best to fit in into something which you have not been made aware of or you've not been given enough education you know to say you know what uh, you can do it too provided you are willing to invest that much of time and let right. let yourself go through that journey you know so yeah uh, i had a hard time you know s- i would say at least for the first year in my village life i still remember you know crying for almost 6 months not able to sleep during the night time and to add to all my miseries you know what my parents did especially my father you know he put me up in a house which was in the outskirts of ludhiana with one of his old friends you know who, who he knew through his driving journey you know one of the drivers from calcutta maybe he relocated to ludhiana and i did not know this family you know so i still remember you know that lady in the house would very badly treat me and uh, because you know like the how the whole pressure is you know the men says yes but the wife doesn't agree you know for a outsider to live in family so she will pass on some nasty comments you know about who i am and what my origin is and i had very strong thoughts you know of leaving that house in the middle of the night and there was a train line because you know it makes a lot of noise when it passes so i had these strong thoughts you know of going because i i knew roughly what time a train comes you know in the in the middle of the night or whatever the late night was and my thoughts you know was to go and stand there in the front you know and 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 finish myself then i figured out that the easiest way to commit suicide you know is to cut the nerve in the middle of the night which i made an effort to i found out a razor blade you know by you by which you make these shaving you know old blades you put it in a razor <laughs> but yeah i was there you know i was just on the verge of committing a suicide Uh, Aman, since you raised a very critical topic, I want to take your focus towards something. You know, recently there were reports in media where a prominent Bollywood actor committed suicide. We don't know, know the reasons behind it, but since you have been to that space where you had such kind of thoughts, where you wanted to end up your life, so how did you come out of that space and started a new life? Everybody listening, you know, I just want to share with them that. if you go into a deep dark part of your life you know like you're in darkness you know when you are having suicidal thoughts the world is dark around you i don't mean you know that you don't have physically light around you but in your energy you know in your world you are in a deep dark down space and uh, you got to be okay to take help you know from people because you cannot come out of it on your own and to take help you got to be open to open to say you know what harmeet i'm going through some issues some challenges and i lost all the money of my life or i lost the relationship of my life or i lost the love of my life and i'm looking for some help and i'm not guaranteeing that somebody would help you but if you reach out to people and share you know you got a problem or a challenge or something you're going through as a emotional trauma uh, there will be people you know who would be willing to listen to you there's also organizations you know in a, in every part of the world where there are people you know who will be willing to support you uh, so coming back you know to your question harmeet i think i was open to learn i was open to you know what get better i was open to say there is something i don't know and if i know that will help me you know to become a better person or at least come out of these suicidal thoughts you know 
and you know also i would say that karma or luck plays a role you know uh, in the way it happened for me you know i got a letter dropped from amway i don't know how they did a marketing strategy what was their criteria you know how did they find my address of the village i have no idea you know but marketing helps you know if it is for the good reasons and for the good things uh, why not you know that letter saved my life you know i got introduced to amway i went to into a amway meeting in jalandhar uh, saw dr bratch you know presenting who became the first diamond for amway in india and the whole world you know of personal development empowerment learning growing motivation inspiration opened up when i read you know those two books think and grow rich and the second book was how to stop worrying and start living uh, so yeah fantastic so i'm currently i'm working as a sales professional my f- first job was that of a software developer it taught me a lot about the corporate world about life about people so amandeep can you tell us something about your first job probably was it with mbay or with some other company and the learnings you had from your first job my first job you know uh, harmeet starts back in i would say 1997 uh, i was 17 and a half years old well it's not a job because you know i used to give tuitions uh, to kids you know uh, in a nearby village i i used to live in a village called bishangarh Uh, the nickname for the village yeah we have a nickname for our village you know, which is very interesting it's called bayewal <laughs> and there was a village called jalmana you know which is like 5 uh, kilometers from my village where i used to go i uh, was given your space from somebody and i used to teach or let's say give tuitions to these 15 16 kids you know to raise uh, funds for my education my proper proper job i would say was a call center job when i was 23 years old i was in delhi i relocated when i was 22 had a had a major uh, breakup in a relationship <laughs> is that okay to share it on your podcast directly the stage is all yours aman yeah uh, maybe you know all the youngsters here uh, if you lost the love of your life uh, i just want to tell you that it all happens for the good reasons i will tell you you know that a girl's father was not even willing to see me forget about you know even considering me as their son in law he refused to see me because i had no job i was a it graduate just like your scenario and you are in sales now it was picked up for me by somebody else because it's a highly paid job i was never made for it i don't understand you know coding 01 um yeah i i was struggling you know as as an it person and the interviews i went for they said you need to have an experience before we give you a job and you know my reasoning was that if you give me a job which i did not tell them on the face but i would think it in my head here which i've written in my book that i don't want to use the word here the swearing word but i i said you know what if you give me a job i'll have an experience right if you don't give me a job how would i have an experience the irony of life right and welcome to being an indian or welcome to being an asian uh so what i could find you know with whatever basic english i had uh, and an average english because i studied in calcutta i had a kind of average english uh i found a job you know in a call center i was said, i was rejected in on all the top shots ge converges uh, you name it you know uh, on the first second or round i'll be out because i had a heavy accent from punjab and my grammar was not that much suitable for there what they were looking for I found a outbound call center. I hope you know what outbound call center. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, I joined this call center, you know, on Mathura Road. It used to be called PCL. They had an export house downstairs and upstairs they opened up a call center with maybe 100 people. And that was my first job, you know, doing um US shift initially. That used to start from what I think 9 or 10 in the night, go up to all the way in the morning. And I used to dial for a for a network called Singular Wireless. It's a US network. and uh, we would call up you know obviously the pitch you know and you you would be given a different name i i had a name called arthur ashford uh, 
which became very popular, you know, in South Indian just yeah, especially for outbound people. Wow. If you said Arthur, people would know. Even right now, my call center teammates they still call me Arthur. They don't call me Amandeep. <laughs> Arthur Amandeep. <laughs> yeah, Arthur. You know, and that was my pitch. Uh, you know, I'm calling you from Singular Wireless, and you have a bit of accent. You know, you you were told to do that, uh, which is not something I recommend anymore. You got to be yourself. And yeah, that was my first job. You know, uh, working in a call center, proper job, proper corporate. Right. Job. few specific learnings out of that job working as arthur you know probably you still carry with you till date i had a lot of beautiful uh, learnings uh, you know working in that call center i think the one of the biggest thing happened you know i i was able to find myself you know to a certain level when i say i was able to find myself i realized you know that i have this um, uniqueness you know of uh, communication uh you know i was a language person i was a people person you know i was a communicator uh, i had a voice you know so the first realizations you know of me of being a communicator or a sales person or a people person came you know from my call center life for now i understand i did not understand that time you know i never went to a regular college you know i did a correspondence studies for my bca so i missed you know the college life but going into call center you know when i was let's say 23 and i had all these youngsters with me you know who are just uh, like 19 20 21 22 years old and they would come you know uh, into the call center i kind of felt as if i'm in a college life i was getting paid for it and uh, all i had to do you know obviously uh, do my, maybe you know close to 80 calls or whatever 65 70 80 calls 90 calls a day and get at minimum two sales you know they they have a target called sales per day whatever spd uh, you got a minimum two sales um so working in that call center you know and i think i was able to explore this unique quality of myself that i am good with people uh, that you know people connect with me that they are able to you know find strength in me for the life i have lived you know for the for the uh, challenges i have overcome you know from the age of 16 that they will open up to me you know they will rely on me for energy for inspiration you know my team would come to me you know and say sir can you do a pep talk for for us because we are really you know feeling the energy is going down it's been 2 hours you know we haven't got a sale so i will you know i will stop everybody let's say you know i was given a team you know within 9 months 16 days exactly i remember that i was promoted as assistant team leader in pcl and they changed their you know policy because the policy was that if you're not in the company for one year you cannot even apply for a higher position but just oh. because they wanted to get me on board as a leader because i was so phenomenal in terms of inspiring people motivating them or you know taking them to a higher level for who they are Uh, they changed their policy they said you know what if you are in the company for 9 months you can apply i applied and even before the results came out people knew that i will be selected so i was selected i pissed off couple of seniors who were there for almost 2 years <laughs> some of them left their job i i still remember this girl she was mad you know when my name was on the board in the front saying you know what there are three people promoted out of the three i was one of them to be promoted as assistant team fantastic she was furious because she was looking forward to that position but maybe you know i deserved it more because of the way you know i worked with the team the way you know i motivated them the way i took you know supervisory calls when i was a, a, a caller myself people would come to me and say you know what can you speak to this guy or this lady because she's interested but she won't give her bank details because there's a there's a there you know there is like a, an objection or resistance in the way to get the details off that call you know so i would take a dead call pretty much a dead call that's the term that you would use you know when a, when a customer hangs up on you it's pretty much a dead call i will read out the lady or the gentleman and if they pick up 90% chances they will give me the details 90% chances why because i love the human being behind the call you know and i spoke to that human behind that call 
And I gave them real-time scenarios. I gave them the real examples. And because my tonality, my energy, and the level at what at the way I want to serve them came across in on that voice, and they will give me the details at the end, whatever the sort code or sorting number or bank details or you know diving license number. And I'm so proud, you know, my recordings will be played, you know, during the training room, you know, like when you have, people are getting trained, they will give they will be given scenarios, and then a audio will play that listen, you know, how this guy turned around a situation where the objections were coming, but he handled it so well, and eventually he got a sale out of it. So there were a couple of recordings, you know, of mine, uh, which were which used to get played, you know, in the in the training room. So yeah, coming back to your question, this is me. You know, I go over all over the place. I think you know, I found myself that I understood that I have got a. You know, I've got an interest about humans, and I've got an interest about observing communication. And this is amazing, Aman. From turning around the objections to now turning around the lives of people, you've walked a great journey so far. So, talking about journey, Aman, life is a journey and not a destination. And in this journey, we must constantly keep learning. Some time back, I heard you talking about that there are certain stages of learning. every individual has to go through certain stages or different kind of stages of learning aman so can you tell us something about this what's your take and how do you define these stages of learning it's a very powerful question harmit for anybody listening in right and even for us you know we both of us in this call because we are humans you know and we have this very strong desire to become better you know that's how i see you that's how i see myself that's how i see you know uh most of my students who come into our training programs or anybody who's seeking for learning they have this desire to get better as a human being now this question you know is a very beautiful question because in my chapter 6 of the book the secret of winning i talk about you know there are four stages of learning and it's only learning you know which can make you a better person in terms of making money in terms of becoming a better husband a better son a better wife a better daughter or better friend better sister it's just that when you become better you know when a better version of you comes out everything around you gets impacted and the same happens you know on an opposite way when your lower version is coming out let's say you know people who are into smoking drinking beating up their wife i'm sorry you know but there are people like that you know then everybody else around you is affected the choice is yours you know you want to grow to the place where you want to go or you want to grow to the place where you don't want to go but you're still going right And again this is you know my strength Harmeet I think you've known me for long you have seen my progress since you saw me you know as a teacher first time 4 years back I've phenomenally grown you know since that time Absolutely I believe in keeping or making things simple you know my mentor said to me you know like 10 years back that Amandeep how would you share this message or this teaching that even maybe 12 or a 14 year old can understand and that's how you know you must teach Uh, most people you know when you're teaching them they're asking you know very deep down is it something i can learn deep down and if i can learn can i do it that's what they're asking and if i do it will it give me results right even if they don't know but that's the deep question they're asking you know can i learn it second can i do it and if i do it will it give me results right so coming back you know the four stages of learning something i did not discover i talk about it because i think you know it's very powerful the first stage in a technical term they call it unconscious incompetence okay now if i was me i would put subconscious but my editor said you know what subconscious maybe people don't relate that much as they relate to unconscious because that's the uh, famous term so i went with what they suggested me and see you know i'm flexible where it's not my strength i'm willing to listen to people who know what they're doing okay right so we termed it as unconscious incompetence and to explain it in very simple terms 
for the listeners there is a stage in your life which most people go through is that they don't know that they don't know it's ignorance and you know it doesn't serve anybody but then what happens you know a moment comes in your life where harmeet wakes up and says you know what i want to become a better salesperson than what i am already you know or i want to you know increase my income or i want to become a better public speaker or i want to become a better for uh, carpenter you know to design more powerful furnitures so that's a realization moment that's a aha moment that's a moment you know when something gets in you and it tells you that i know that i don't know it yet yeah you know, that's the se- second stage of learning called conscious incompetence which means i consciously know that i'm not able to do it i know that i don't know it and it's a great place to be in where most people are not because you know now that I, you don't know and when that curiosity comes in what happens you know that you will figure it out you will go on a journey you know that journey might be right. 10 years 10000 hours of training then the third stage comes is called conscious competence where you know that you know it and most people are there you know who are seekers learners and maybe you know i was there or maybe there's a little part of me still there but i have moved on to the final stage of learning when it comes to public speaking which is called unconscious competence and it is a stage where you don't know that you know it just like you know you're breathing right but if i talk about it you become conscious about it but even before i right. spoke about it you were breathing so when you don't know that you know know it it is a second nature like i was giving an example you know of not drinking water you know with food for last 13 years it, it is a unconscious competence you know, in our family in our home as a discipline and he, my wife rubbed on my energy she picked up the same energy you know she probably uh, did the other way around 5 years back when we got married but because i was doing it it became a part of our life so if you ever come to my house harmeet you know if we invite you and if you are a person who sips in liquid there's nothing wrong you can't do it in one day okay you can start it somewhere you got to be you know consciously asking us to give you water you know with the with the food oh, i just carry my own water with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but for example you know that it is so much ingrained in us right now that it's a it's a second nature we don't have to think about it anymore it just Right. Absolutely. Now these are very amazing insights Aman because unless I know where I fall into one of these four categories I cannot plan for the next stage. I cannot plan for the next step. So idea is to first be aware as to where you're falling in these categories so that eventually you got to elevate yourself. You got to move to the next level in your life. So identify the stage and then move to the next level. Yeah, and see there is a little challenge here, you know. I'm sorry and you know, I'm warning people here so that you don't waste your time. There's a difference between, you know, people think they know and then they really know or they really want it. This is the way it is, you know. There are people who know that they really want it like you and me, okay? We go for it. We hustle for it. That's yeah. why you you know podcast is called hustle. And hustle only happens, you know, Harmeet when you really know what you want. There are people, you know, only they know that they want. It's a desire, you know. but right. there is pain on the journey you know there is struggle on the journey there is hustle on the journey and you can only hustle when it's your purpose or your passion and yeah it might be an obsession but that's the truth you know if you're not obsessed you will not take all the pain to go through it and arrive on the on the, on the final you know stage or whatever the final you know destiny is and that's what a master is you know a master doesn't think you know that he's acting like amitabh bachchan you know if you put him in front of a camera and say action he is an action 
whatever that role right. is, he just goes into it because he's got thousands of you know years of acting behind his belt. And I, I I believe you know that he loves acting. He breeds acting. You know he is obsessed about acting. That's why he's a masterpiece, like Virat Kohli. Or we can give any example. You know, like Messi as a football player. Doesn't matter. You know where you are from, which part of the world, but they are passionate about what they do. You know, and that's why they will hustle. Absolutely. Thank you for putting light on that, Aman. Taking this discussion ahead with you, I believe a lot of us have been huge fans of movies like Avengers and X Men. And the reason when I look at it, Aman, is because all these special characters which are part of these movies, they have special powers, and they use their special powers to save the world, to save the mankind, to save the planet. A lot of us also have special powers in us, which can be used. to serve the people around and i believe we all are gifted we all have special gifts in us but sometimes we don't know what these gifts are we don't know how to unearth these gifts aman and share it with the world so can you help us can you share from your own perspective as to how we can unwrap these gifts open them up understand or use them and help this world make a better place well the simple answer would be you know keep searching never settle <laughs> but i'm give you you know bit more bit more detail in this uh i always related you know back to things which are popular you know which most people connect to like for most indians you know uh, we connect with cricket and bollywood uh for the people who live in uk or europe you know they connect with football uh so for those of you who are familiar you know with a movie called raid there's a movie you know by ajay devgan which is based on a true story true events may not be you know if you look in the content of why he was searching all through the home you know to find that wealth this is pretty much your life looks like that you know you have to be a cid or you know a detective in your own brain and keep digging and searching you know keep knocking the walls if there's a hollowness here or maybe there's a gold you know probably locked up here just keep digging you know did you know if you look at the movie can you imagine the level of you know research he did i mean somebody would give up and he was almost about to give up you could see in his face you know he was like i can't find it i have been given a information that i have got genius inside me you know somebody told me and it is a confirmed news that i have got genius inside me because amandeep told me harmi told me or you know our 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 scripture says that that you have you have power to become god if you really want to be can you imagine that you know we have strength to become god i'm not saying become god all i'm saying you know what don't settle go deep you know into your wealth your life you have lived and keep researching you know keep observing you know keep getting in the space of introspecting yourself and thinking you know, what what i'm good at you know what are my gifts you know which i can share with the world what really excites me you know what makes me you know go like beyond my normal level of duty to serve people or help them or i don't know is it wood when i touch it and i cut it you know with a saw whatever that is you know it gives me this great feeling inside me you know or i don't know you know when i put my hand into the soil and do organic farming it just brings joy in my life you know i i lose track of time i become one with time i mean i cannot tell that you know exactly for sure what harmeet it will work for you but yeah. i can give you example from my life and show you that keep digging my friend if you haven't found the gold or the oil yet and you're about to reach there for some people it might be 5 years for some people it's 10 years for somebody it might be 20 years but you'll you'll be glad that you were digging and you were digging and you're digging and you found the answer so be a detective you know inside your brain and keep researching keep going deeper keep asking you know keep exploring that what is that you know which excites me you know and brings joy and makes me forget about time in a productive way you know yeah people say i would sit idle you know 
oh yeah, watch movies. How long can you do that? You know, and it's not going to give you any fulfillment if you do that, and you cannot do it beyond few days to few weeks. You know, you'll be bored to death if you keep playing whatever PUBG. You know, I mean, my nephew tells me about this interesting game. I've never been into gaming. I don't know. This is my inbuilt quality, but you can never get me into games. I just it's not me. You know, I cannot sit idle after a certain time. I can watch a movie for an hour or so, or maybe maximum two hours, but then I have to go and work on my craft because it gives me joy. You know. I just love the idea of putting you know pieces slides communication all together. Can you see you know how my energy is pumped up right now if you trigger me I can, I can feel it I can sense it. Yeah. So it's level 10. It's something is there for you you know the listeners are right now. Yeah. It's something you know. Nobody can know you better than yourself. So go deeper you know and search yourself to find that genius which is sitting inside you or sleeping inside you. It's just a matter of time when you find it and wake it up. that's it you are you are that messi you are that virat kohli you are that tony robinson or you are that richard branson for the world or mother teresa as a matter of fact or sadguru as a matter of fact you know right very beautifully put aman and you know keep searching keep seeking and keep hustling you will figure it out where you want to end up absolutely <laughs> right aman i followed a lot of leaders and speakers for the past few years and one thing which i have found common in all of them is that they talk a lot about attracting what you want in life attract what you want to become they call it a law they call it the law of attraction so i want to understand from you i want to take your perspective into what this law of attraction means to you and has it really worked for you so what's your take on that see harmeet uh, you know we are very blessed and uh, i think you know i feel grateful to be born as an indian uh, we you know we connect to the the part of karma you know we connect to the eastern wisdom saying you know what what you will sow is what you will reap uh, now if you look at the word you know law the universe has certain universal laws and you, law of attraction falls in the same category if you put in a seed right and if you leave it without any nurturing without any care very high chances that nothing will come out right yeah yeah in a some situation you know people debate that there's always somebody like that oh yeah the nature provided all the all the nurturing and then maybe the plant may come out you did not manually do something but in a normal situation if you if i put a you know let's say a seed of let's say roses you know or whatever that let's let's say cherry that's what you know comes up in uk here and if i do not take care of it nothing will come so the nature is saying you know what i will gift you the gifts you want provided you're ready or willing to work for it so the life is in the seed but when you look at the seed you can't see that bamboo tree you know you might debate that saying you know amandeep oh this is a little piece of seed here show me the bamboo show me the bamboo i'm telling you my friend <laughs> believe and god will come people are saying you know show me god then i will believe so law yeah. of attraction is pretty similar in terms of you doing the work and obviously you know asking universe to return the favor by showing up the right people by showing up the right students like you know the universe provided you to me four years back you know right yeah you learn from me that's the truth but at the same time you know you were also my mentor in a very different way you made me better you asked me the right questions you know you gave me the right objections you know you had those fears or elements you know of doubts where i was able to shake you up you know in the right way and to give you the credit to the listeners i gave you a very hard time and to be to be very honest maybe that was not the best way to do it it could have been done better 
but you needed a push that's for sure right. otherwise we wouldn't right. be doing this you know interview call today so coming back the universe will provide you the 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 gifts the students or the business or the revenue or the sales provided you work for it now i want to share this you know with the listeners that there is something called intention if your intention is pure for most people they say oh i i did an intention sir it didn't work no 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 you you're not getting me okay if your intention is pure if you know the eastern world you know our rishi munis you know would do a click and the thing would appear it will manifest just in a second in that moment because their intention was so pure that the universe will provide it well we are not in that satyug anymore we live in a kalyug okay a um, lot of things you know have been corrupted in terms of energy you know in terms of you know all these things which we go through our mind you know the shit so coming back if you can set a very strong pure intention and you can work towards it the universe will will send the right people to your life would give you the right opportunities or will push you through the right problems people don't understand you know problem is happiness yeah if you don't have a problem if you don't solve it you don't have a sense of achievement you don't have a sense of fulfillment so there is no joy in life so if you look at it in at a deeper level that problem was thrown or given or gifted to you what about the word you want to use so that you can become happy so that you find a solution and feel a sense of achievement right it's who you become in the process of overcoming those obstacles that becomes your destiny oh of course you know that's that's what you said is phenomenal what you become in the process it's amazing right. yeah right thank you thank you uh someone i want listeners to understand from you about your book the secret of winning you have shared with us on numerous occasions the secret of speaking on the stages the secret of seeking a mentor the secret of let's say going to the next level in terms of finances but what is this book all about and how this idea of writing a book came to you aman and and probably someone who wants to write his or her first book any tips for them first of all you know there's a book in inside all of us and i'm sure um i will see your book coming up in a in a few weeks to few months time that i mean directly giving you a pressure a challenge i hope you own edit this uh, recording and throw it out in the universe yeah. because that will hold you more accountable so i cannot wait to you know uh, feel your book in my hand or it could be an electronic book doesn't matter okay it'll be a proud moment you know for me as a mentor coming back to my book the secret of winning and if you look at the subtitle the book kind of gives the gist you know of what you will come across on this book it says you know learn how to use your setbacks which most people call it a failure i like to call it a setback okay to design a life you always wanted now harmeet you know the biggest lessons you learn in life is when you are at a highly emotionally charged up state you know when you get a normal knowledge you know like let's say if somebody is listening to this it's a good talk you know oh good talk it'll fade away that's for sure it'll be great in the moment i'm not saying you know that what i'm sharing is not powerful and the way you are you know intriguing me at the right places to get the best out of me you know that's what a great interviewer or a podcaster would do okay so coming back it'll fade away you know because it's just a good to know information and for a lot of people the challenge is not knowing right now it's to own it or to experience it people say knowledge is power bullshit experiential knowledge is power okay why this book came out i was writing you know another book obviously which is based on the training you did you know it's a book on attitude you know and i've got no secret say you know it's the book was supposed to be screw the positive attitude and i've got a reason to say that okay i'll explain you know when the book is out so the first chapter was so elaborate and so big uh, you know that somebody said why don't you write a mini book you know why don't you take this chapter which is almost looks like you know 
10 pages, maybe roughly. And you can, you know, go on to go on deeper with the points and it can become a book, you know, for, I don't know, 50, 60 mini book, whatever. That's where it started, you know, initially almost four years back. And this book is to share, you know, with the, with the listeners or with the readers that whatever failures you had in your life, you know, they were constructive feedback given to you. You made some mistakes and see, you know, mistakes are the ones you make when you're not intentionally doing it. Mistakes are not the ones, you know, where you know that it's going to be a mistake. You, mistake is only called mistakes when you do it with the right intention to, for the things to go right. But if they go wrong, you learn something powerful from there because you're highly emotionally charged up. Let's say, you know, you do, a, let's say, you know, a move in your business. You do a marketing campaign and you lose maybe, let's say, you know, 2000 pounds in that marketing campaign. You right. get massive learnings, you know. Because you're emotionally charged up, you lost money, which you're attached to, it's a pain in your life, and those lessons will live with you for a long time, so not to repeat those mistakes. So coming back, this book, you know, uh, shares the message that whatever failure you had in your life, it was only meant to happen because you can learn those powerful lessons, apply in your life, and design the life you wanted, you know. So for most people, their life is by default. But if you're willing to learn from your mistakes, apply those learnings, you, will ha you can have a life by des design, you know. So coming back, that's how this book came into the picture. Now, for, for the question, you know, which was a part of your question, which is very smart for your listeners to give them something powerful, because I'm sure, you know, people who tune into podcasts like this, uh, they have a message, you know, to share. That's for just for sure, you know, because I right. was in place and I'm still, you know, going through my journey. There's a very powerful uh, technique, you know, by which you can write a book. Myself, you know, personally, I'm not a great reader. Uh, you cannot give me thick books and expect me to read it, okay? I don't read or learn, let's say, that way. I learn by listening to audios or I tune into a lot of videos, you know. That's how I read a book. Now, in my early days when there was no audio books or no videos, you know, I'm talking about 20 years back, I read a book, okay? Maybe I did not enjoy it that much in terms of the way I read it, but the learning was powerful for me. So it intrigued me to go deeper, but now I tune in by audio or video. Now, I don't know if you, maybe some of you know this, but this was a big realization for me when I, I came to know about this technique, you know, a few months back. My book is not really written, you know, it's it's been spoken out. So just like we're doing a podcast here, this can be transcribed by somebody who is good at it. And the content, you know, then can be cleaned up a little bit here and there. And a good quality editor puts it in a format where, where it's more readable. Like, you know, the way I write or the way I speak my book is I'm speaking to somebody, you know. But everything I speak cannot go exactly in the way it needs to be read. So somebody, you know, has to tweak it, uh, change a little bit here, fine-tune it, and that's how a book comes out. Now, there's a very powerful, you know, feature, you know, on, on WhatsApp. And WhatsApp intelligence, whatever artificial intelligence, is pretty good. But for people who are listening, there is two microphones. One microphone is your voice note, and there is another microphone, which is for dictation. And you may not realize, Harmeet, everything I'm sharing with you right now is getting typed up. Yeah, I can send this to you if you are my editor or the person who is fine-tuning, and you can clean it up. So some people think, you know, it's rocket science. They will sit down one day. They will have this hallucination, you know, of some light, you know, falling from heaven and telling them about this, you know, out of the blue, out of the box, out of the world content. No, no, it's not going to happen that way. You're, it's your content. It's your story. It's your uniqueness, what you bring in terms of that message. And if you can't write, Talk your book or speak your book out and it's your learnings, you know, it's your message and that becomes a book. And don't wait, you know, for that day you will become perfect because perfection is a myth, you know, has been sold to you by your mentors, by your parents, by your teachers, by your friends. You will never ever be perfect, you know. Yeah, but I'm not saying do a 
mediocre job bring your best quality bring your high functional whatever message and let the world you know uh, have that gift you know from you as your unique experience which they can learn from so i believe you just got to start somewhere don't wait for the right time for the right day for all the lights to become green on the journey just start and eventually the lights the lights will become green as you move along yeah you know let's say just giving an example harmeet if you want to go to amritsar right and if you've never been to amritsar you don't know what amritsar looks like even if you have seen in the picture <laughs> yeah right now right. when you take the journey forward when you have when you on the karnal bypass you can see further maybe maximum 5 7 kilometers you travel 5 kilometers you see further you see further you see further and eventually you arrive to amritsar and then you can sense you know the golden temple and get the vibes and as how beautiful it is in the evening when you're actually there so that's what Amazing. writing a book is about you know start somewhere every journey begins with a single step and keep moving forward so i believe this for all the listeners including me just bring out something which is in your mind on the paper write it down you can start by talking to your phone it's going to help you out the technology is there the tools are there just pick up one tool and get started so yeah moving ahead with you amandeep uh, you've been someone who has brought to india one of the finest firewalk experiences for the people who are in this journey of becoming better so can you walk us through as to what this firewalk experience is all about i personally you know had a major uh, breakthrough experience while i did my firework for the first time it is like you know a metaphor where you work on burning coals and you look back you know when you take those seven eight steps and uh, you realize wow if i can walk on fire you know what else is there in my life i can do you know it's like you have this feeling of unstoppable for me it was like that i have heard other people's versions people find it to be a spiritual experience when they walk on fire uh, people uh, even feel you know what i was able to you know shed off all the heavy weight i was carrying on my shoulders they feel lighter uh, so firework you know was something which became like a highlight of my life in 2007 when i did it for the first time and um, i had this huge desire you know to share it with uh, others and especially you know with my uh, fellow indians and when i looked at and did a research in my understanding you know i couldn't find you know any trainer who was doing it at that level and especially for the publics public you know public events i know right. some corporate trainer who does it uh, with a corporate kind of environment but it was not available in my understanding to the to the to the normal public for a public event and especially at the scale where we do it you know like with all the safety measures which we take because i've learned you know from the same organization where tony learned from i think it was last year maybe beginning when i brought this uh, firework you know uh, to india and we did it in a place called chatrapur and that's again you know the challenges you would have if you run an event at the scale where we run it with all the you know safety health and safety measures is to find you know a proper venue where you can do the training in the training room and when we walk out after few meters or whatever you can have a fire belt going on you know with all the health and safety everybody you know who went through that firework i think you know had a major breakthrough in my understanding you know all the students i look at uh, they have been able to find a deeper meaning in their life and they have been able to find a new level of confidence and they have been able to fall in love for the person they are you know and yeah you heard me correct the person you got to love is yourself uh, the person you got to be the biggest fan of is yourself and uh, when you have that you become you know unstoppable you have this unshakable confidence because you are madly deeply in love for who you are and i think you know things fall in place after that so doing a firework uh you are able to uh, you know suspend your disbeliefs and you are able to find you know a new level of confidence 
when you say, you know what, if I can walk on fire, what what else is there, you know, waiting for me in my life? So I love firework wow. events, you know. I love firework events. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so Amandeep, you have been someone who has shared stages with the finest speakers in the world. You have traveled across the continent sharing your messages, transforming lives. Yet at the same time, you have invested thousands of dollars, thousands of pounds to learn from the best of the best in the world. Can you share with us maybe one or two key takeaways you had from learning from these amazing mentors in the world? I think one of the best decisions I have done in my life uh, is to invest in myself. I save money you know, where I can. Uh, but when it comes to investing in yourself, I think that's something you know inbuilt in me. And maybe it comes from one of my uncles, you know, who taught me at my early stages by sharing stories, you know, with me when I visited my nanny's house. My, or maybe it's my mom, you know, who has got a little bit of this quality in her, and it just, you know, uh, expanded inside me. I read uh, Robert's book, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I was introduced to that book because I invested in education with Seven Habits of Highly Effective People training. When I went to that training, you know, uh, I'm talking about 2004. I met somebody, we became friends, and that guy, uh, you know, recommended me that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. That's how I read that book. So, you know, if you connect the dots backwards, you can yeah. see everything has a reason behind, you know, happening. Right. I did a training, you know, when I was 23, uh, maybe after my breakup, I was looking for answers. And can you see, you know, how problems are good for life? I can, I can tell you, you know, breakup is one of the one of the hardest experience to go for, you know, uh, go through in your life. If you are madly, deeply in love with somebody and, you know, you see a future together and that whole dream, you know, is shattered overnight because you don't have a job and whatever, you know, you don't have financial status, uh, then it's a very uh, tough phase to go through. You know, you're looking for answers and... Uh, you have to trust somebody, you know, to begin with. So I went into a training here with a, with a guy called Rajesh Agarwal. He's one of the old, you know, motivational trainers from Delhi. And that's where my journey started. Then I went into Seven Habits. I found the book of Robert Kiyosaki. I, I realized the power of investing. And the first investment he says you've got to do is in yourself. When your inner game is fixed, your outer world is fixed, you know, in a way. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I still remember, you know, sitting down in this training room in UK when I was introduced to Tony's teachings and I did his program. I was looking for my answers. You know, I went into a deep research of finding the best public speaking training programs because I made up my mind that I want to become a public speaker. You know, I want to become one of these, you know, uh, teachers and trainers uh, who would like to, you know, uh, help other people become their better version and suspend their, you know, you know, suspend their disbelief or let's say, you know, break their limiting beliefs. And I sat down, you know, with this lady who was helping me with the processing of the form and the course fees was 22,000 pounds. I mean... Imagine, you know, a guy who's a new immigrant in a country uh, where I haven't settled yet properly. I'm doing a part-time job because I'm a student. I am not allowed to work more than 20 hours. So my income is only like five to 600 pounds, you know, per month. And I'm signing up for a course, which is like 22,000 pounds. You need to have some faith, you know, inside you. And yeah, to give them the credit, they gave me a, a absolutely, you know, out of the box payment plan because... I was authentic, I was genuine, I was honest, and they could feel me and, you know, sense my situation. So they, you know, allowed me to come in for 300 pounds a month, let's say, you know, I think that was what I started with, or 250. And I figured out a way, you know, on that journey to become affiliate for trainings, you know, uh, generate more income. Eventually, you know, almost more than half of the fee, I did not pay. When I say I did not pay, it's like 
I found a way to generate that through the learnings they gave me by doing affiliate programs with them, you know, and my intention was right to support people. So people came into the room, they thought it's a great training, they signed for, or, you know, they registered or they invested and I made a, you know, affiliate commission out of it. So, but when you are signing up and you don't have the funds, you know, in front of you, it's a question, you know, mark in your mind going like, what happens if I'm not able to pay these guys? Will they chase me? Will the legal system come and you chase me? Because if you are a defaulter, you know, you can have people knocking at your door. But my intention was clear to become better. And I had this trust, you know, obviously in the system and in myself that doing this would make me better, you know, and when I can get better, I can generate more income and I can have a better quality of life, you know. So obviously I was selfish at a deeper level, but I, I don't know, you know, again, coming back, it's because of the learnings I had. I know that, you know, it is one of the most powerful things, you know, that you can do in your life is to invest in yourself and make yourself a better version. Just like you invested in a couple of years back. And I'm showing right. you know, listeners here. I'm not saying, you know, be stupid with your money. I'm not saying there are not like scammers there. You got to do your own homework. You have to do your own due diligence. And uh, you have to find the right mentor. Because your right mentor would cut short your journey by at least a few years, if not more. You know, And that's the right. best thing that can happen. I'm very happy and glad that you took the decision. You took that risk that day, Aman, and invested in that 22,000 pound learning because had you not probably done that then the world would have been divided of your learnings and your wisdom today because of which you have been able to change and transform so many lives Aman. well thank you that's that's true you know i was getting ready for you <laughs> thank you someone this brings us to the last segment of our podcast which i call the one minute round so i'm gonna give you one minute each to answer a few questions and yes so here's the first one for you what success means to Amandeep? Success means uh, for me, you know, finding a smile on my daughter's face when she's playing with me. Uh, success means, you know, that I can do something special for my parents, you know, book them a business class flight and bring, you know, a huge smile on their face. Success means, you know what, I can connect with you, Harmeet, on an interview call like this or a podcast like this and see, you know, how much you have grown. That's what, you know, success means for me. Seeing the world or the people getting better, that's what success means for me. One book which you recommend everyone should read, apart from The Secret of Winning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got it there, okay. I think I, what comes up in my head right now or in my mind in this present moment is uh, The Breakthrough Experience by Dr. John D. Martini. A phenomenal book, The Breakthrough Experience. Amazing. What's happiness for you? Happiness uh, for me, you know, working on my slides, uh, uh, fixing my videos, you know, to make it tight, uh, working on the graphics, uh, working on, you know, the ways of understanding, you know, how this can be communicated better. What could have been a better quality question to express the same emotion, you know, which you did? Going deeper, you know, with the whole level of articulating your message is something, you know, brings me to a place where there is no track of time. So that's happiness. The last line of your autobiography would read, he was a great mentor or a great teacher. Someone, this brings me to the last question. Consider yourself to be standing in a room. You're the only person in that room. The lights are dim. And after a minute, a person walks into that room. Now, this person is the younger version of Amandeep, probably an 18, 20-year-old Amandeep. He stands in front of you. He looks into your eyes. And very sincerely, he asks you, what's the best way to live the life? So what would you answer 
to this younger version of Amandeep? I think when I see my 20-year-old, you know, Amandeep in a in a room which you have uh, explained, you know, when you have created the picture for me, I think you know I would look into his eyes, smile at him, and uh, tell him, you know, that you are perfectly beautiful in the way you are or maybe the word is handsome for men maybe and i would like to tell him you know that uh, my friend amandeep or my young friend amandeep um you are perfect in the way you are so just be yourself love yourself be your biggest fan and the world will become your oyster that's powerful amandeep be your own fan be yourself so with that this brings us to the end of this episode aman it's been such a sheer privilege and honor and i really love this conversation we had today amandi because it brought a new layer of learning every time i talk to you it's a new layer, layer of learning and thank you for doing this you know aman thank you for your time well uh, thank you harmeet for having me on this podcast hustle with harmeet i have no doubt this will become you know a phenomena in terms of you know listeners reaching out to you and i love the way you are on this journey you know you are always growing getting better i still remember the interview we did you know in uh, that place in delhi from there to where you are i'm sure you know you have figured out a lot of great answers you found great platforms you found you know way to improve the audio quality ask more quality questions and stay on this you know path my friend a uh, lot of great things are waiting out there for you and i am super excited for who you will become on this journey and uh, i i know you are at least 15 years younger than me or at least you know 12 years younger than me um you i i will leave this world you know in better hands so yeah thank you for what you're doing you know keep doing it thank you thank you aman and what's the best way for people to reach out to you how they can connect with you i think the best way to reach out and to connect with me you know would be platform where i would recommend facebook is going to be one of the best platforms it's very simple my handle you know on facebook is uh, facebook.com/amandeep my first name live it's a simple word amandeep live or you can go to instagram where it's same you know amandeep i think it's underscore live and maybe linkedin the same and amandeep thind if you if you search i will pretty much come up you know on there and if you want to call maybe then you know just uh, find out from my website you know the numbers are there yeah right thank you thank you so much amandeep thank you so much for being here pleasure pleasure thank you for listening to this episode of hustle with harmeet if you're listening to us on itunes please don't forget to leave a five star review on the apple podcast if you're listening to us on spotify do click on the follow button if there's any feedback from this episode you may write to us on harmeetspeaks@gmail.com also do check out our instagram handle at the rate hustle with harmeet for all the latest updates i'll catch up with you all next week and yes remember don't give up on your life and dreams Keep working hard, keep moving ahead and keep hustling. Because one day your success will make all the noise. This is your host Harmeet Singh signing off. Goodbye.